Hello guys, welcome to Moment with Wisdom Grace. This is your boy, Ibrahim M. Kalon. Today I want to talk about why God hates sin so much. God hates sin with a passion and he has the right to hate sin. You and I, we love sin because of the pleasure that we get from sin. But guess what? The pleasures of sin do not last. You know, they come back to hurt us. They come back to harm us. Why is it that God hates sin so much? Because I've always asked God, why do you hate sin? You know, I'm going to give you guys two reasons based on my own uh, lead to understanding. Number one, God hates sin because sin is contrary to who God is. Sin is contrary to God's nature. Sin is contrary to God's character. Sin is contrary to God's will. Sin is contrary to the ways of God. You and I know that God is perfect. God is holy. God is pure. God is love. God is good. God is kind. Anything that does not describe the holiness, the perfection, the goodness of God, it's sin. So that's why God hates sin, because sin does not reflect who God is. Why would God accept something that does not reflect Him? Why would God accept something that does not resemble Him? Why would God accept something that does not present Him well? You and I, because we are made in the image and likeness of God, because God is our Father, God is our Sus, He desires all of us to be righteous. As believers, God did not call us to live our lives anyhow. God did not call us to continue to live in the flesh. God called you and I to live a righteous life, to live a holy life. God called you and I to be like Him in our behavior, in our thinking, in our actions, in our feeling, in our decision-making, God wants us to reflect Him exactly the way it is. No blemish, no, no, no error, because God is perfect. Because you and I, we are made in His image and likeness. And He expects us to be like Him. He expects us to, to present Him exactly who He is. He expects us to, to represent Him. If we claim that Jesus is the light, we have to live in the light. If we claim that God is love, we have to be loving. That is why the Bible clearly says that you and I should, we should be led by the Spirit. That way you and I, we can, we can live out the fruit of the Spirit. Because the fruit of the Spirit is who God is. That's who God is. And that's how God wants us for you and I to live according to the fruit of the Spirit. Not according to the flesh, because the flesh cannot please God. The flesh doesn't have in itself the capacity to honor God, in itself the capacity to obey God. The flesh is rebellious. The flesh is against God. The flesh does not want to please God. The flesh hates God. 
all because of sin. That is why you and I, we should be holy, we should be righteous, we should be godly, because it reflects who God is. If people look at us, they will see Jesus in us. They should see Jesus in our speech. They should see Jesus in our thinking. They should see Jesus in our conduct. They should see Jesus in everything that you and I we do. I've come to realize that God is more interested in who you are becoming than what you do for him. God is so much interested in who you are as a person because the Bible says he will establish you in righteousness. God wants to establish you and I in righteousness because righteousness is an attribute of God. And because you and I, we are made in his image and likeness, because God is our father, he wants us to be like him, like father, like son. Like son, like father. That's one of the reasons why God hates sin. Because sin does not reflect God at all. Sin undervalues the image of God. Sin undermines the village of God. Sin depreciates the image of God. Sin pollutes the image of God. Sin corrupts the image of God. But glory be to Jesus who has come to restore you and I back to our original state, to our original nature, to our original characteristics, a reflection of God himself. And the only way you and I, we can be righteous, we can be holy, we have to take upon the righteousness of Jesus that has been imputed in you and I. And you and I, we are justified, meaning we have a right standing with God as a result of what Jesus accomplished on the cross on our behalf. As much as we have a right standing with God, God is expecting you and I to live right. Right standing plus right living equals the image and likeness of God. Listen to this child of God. Right standing through Jesus justification by faith, right living, sanctification through the help of the Holy Spirit who is molding you and I day by day to reflect Jesus. Another reason why God hates sin is because of you. I have said God hates sin because sin will never reflect God's character because God is holy, God is pure, God is righteous, God is just, and God will never accept it. God will accept you as a person, but it's not going to accept the sin in your life. Sin displeases God. God will accept you as the sinner, but it will not tolerate the sinful practices. It will not tolerate the sinful actions. He's not going to tolerate it. Yes, when we pray, we confess God will forgive us, but what God is expecting from you and I, not just confession, not just feeling sorry for what we do, but to try our best to, to change repentance, to change, to try our best to yield to, to the Holy Spirit who is our helper. Because you and I, we cannot do it by ourselves. We cannot do it on our own. We need the presence of God. To resist, to help us resist the flesh, to help us resist 
the temptations of the wicked one. Other than that, you and I, there's no way we can please God on our own. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. When you and I, we yield to the promptings of the Holy Spirit, we can be able to live under His influence and the fruit of the Holy Spirit will be the reflection of our lives. That is why it's so essential that you and I, we always trust in God and lean on the Holy Spirit for Him to help us, to guide us day by day so that we can live a life that pleases God. Anyways, the reason why God hates sin is because of you. You know what sin would do to you, child of God? I am speaking from experience. I was addicted to sin. I was in bondage to sin. Yes. I was in bondage thinking that sin is pleasurable. But it wasn't. It was killing me. Sin was hurting me. Sin was harming me. There's no profit in the flesh. You see, this is the deception about sin. Sin is pleasurable, but sin is not profitable. Sin might be pleasurable for a moment, temporarily, but sin is never profitable to you, to your family, to nobody. Listen to this child of God. Sin might seem pleasurable. That sin that you and I will commit seems so pleasurable. But child of God, at the end, it will never be profitable to you and I. There is no profit in sin. There is no benefit in sin. There is no profit in sin. There is no advantage in sin. There is nothing good that will come out of sin. Because it's sin. Sin is plainly evil. Child of God, think about this. God hates sin because of you. Because he knows what sin can do to you. Sin is detrimental to you. It can affect your life mentally, physically, emotionally, financially. It can affect every aspect of your life on a personal level. And secondly, it can also affect people that are close to you. For, for instance, if a young man commits crime, that young man is not only going to be the only person who is going to hurt himself, but his parents, his brothers and sisters, they are going to be affected by it. Child of God, that's why you and I, we should take sin very seriously. We should understand the severity of sin. Sin is not a joke. Because me, I was addicted to sin. I didn't even know how to let go, even though sin was hurting me. Sin was harming me. I didn't know how to get out. But glory be to God Almighty. Sin has no dominion over me. Greater is he that is in me. Child of God, whenever sin hurts you, it hurts God. Whenever sin harms you, it harms God. It touches God because it shows how much God cares about you. When God sees you cry, he's not okay with that. When God sees that you're sick as a result of sin, it's not okay. 
You think God is happy to see the suffering in the world? You think God takes pleasure destroying the wicked? He doesn't. God hates sin. But he loves the sinner. That is why he has given us a redemptive plan through his son Jesus. That if you can believe in him, you will not perish. You will have everlasting life. If you believe in him, he will help you to subdue sin. He will help you to resist sin. Child of God, this is the process of salvation. You and I, we are saved from the penalty of sin. In hell, through condemnation and damnation, that is what you and I deserve. But glory be to Jesus. We don't have to pay the penalty of our sins anymore as long as you believe in Jesus. And secondly, you and I, we are saved from the power of sin. And the Holy Spirit is in us to enable us to subdue the desires of the flesh. The Bible says when you live according to the Holy Spirit, you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life. So we are saved from the power of sin. Sin has no dominion over you except you are willing to sin. Then it's your problem. But sin cannot enforce himself upon you. Especially you as a child of God. You have the Holy Spirit who is so capable to help you resist sin. And secondly, you and I, one day, we are going to be saved from the presence of sin. The old man is still inside of us. The flesh is still at work, warring against the Spirit of God. That is why it's a battle. Your flesh wants to do its own. The Spirit of God wants something else. What do you do? Who is stronger in your life? That is why you have to feed yourself in the things of God. When you feed yourself in the things of God, you are compelled to do the things of God. But if you yield yourself to the things of the flesh, you'll be compelled to do the things of the flesh. Because there's two nature in us, the old man and the new man. That is why God wants you and I to live every day in newness of life. To live as a new man. To live as a new man. Child of God, personally for me, I ask God, I'm like, God, I don't want to yield to the old man anymore. I don't want to feed the old man anymore in my life. Help me to live the new man each and every day. I want to be a changed man. I want to be a good man. I want to be the best that you want me to be in Christ Jesus. And only you, God, can make it happen. I refuse to rely in my own willpower. Holy Spirit, I rely on you to help me to live a holy life. Not just on a Sunday, not just one hour, but every hour, every minute, every second, every day, every week, every month, every year, every season. To live a holy life, to live a righteous life, to live a godly life. Thank you. Amen.